Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, my friends? I hope that you're doing well. Um, Just a little preemptive thought before we get into the podcast. I'm still overcoming the sinus infection that I've had, and so I'm a little bit nasally, so please bear with me. But of course, I wanted to stick to my promise of doing a weekly show with you about my own health and journey um, in the podcast. So here we are. If you have been following the show for any time, you know that one of the things that I've shared recently is that I was going to go a little bit more in depth uh, about some of my background and some of the experiences that I've had. And so that's what I'm going to do today. And in this episode, one of the things that I want you to hopefully take away is understanding that there's a a massive difference between what are facts, what are actual facts, things that are evidence-based, and what we interpret as truth. Here's what I mean about that. If you meet someone, you have two different interpretations of what the truth of that meeting is. Where was it? What time was it? How was it? Right. Cause someone would be like, oh, it was at that one restaurant. And then someone's like, no, 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 it was at that, that coffee shop. And then the other person's like, when we met at noon, and the other person's like, no, we definitely met at 7 a.m. There's only one consistency, and that is the fact that you met. And here's what's interesting about facts facts have the ability to set us free or to keep us trapped. And I've been trapped for a long time in certain facts of my life. You know, here's one thing that's really interesting. Like people will look at me and they'll say, hey, you're an award-winning speaker. You're a best-selling author. You have this award-winning podcast. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not always been who I was. I didn't wake up one day and be this person. And I did this exercise recently where I, when I looked at the definition of my name, like what does my name mean? And so if you've never done this, I would recommend that you do it because it's a really interesting discovery. 
what does my name mean? Just go Google your name. What does it mean? And my name, Michael, means he who is like God. Now, as you may know, my last name is very different than my birth name. And I changed my name. I made a decision based on certain facts in my life, like never meeting my father and being named after him, in which I said, you know what, I'm going to take control over this. I'm going to use that fact, this thing that has held me back. I'm going to take it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to make it mine. And that's where Unbroken came from, right? So if you go on social or the things that I share on the world, you may see me as Michael Anthony, right? My middle name. But generally speaking, you're probably finding me as Michael Unbroken. And so here we are. I have this idea, this concept, this first name of Michael, he who is like God, unbroken, which means whole or untamed or untamable, like an unbroken horse in the wild is not tamed. And I think about that a lot, and I, I can't help but wonder, like, what is truly in our name? Right? How do we show up in the world through this thing that many of us are like born into, right? You don't, I didn't choose my name out the gate, but I've chosen it since. And I've chosen the meaning that it is derived from who I am. One of the hardest things for me, really probably in my whole life is being named after my father. And the reason it's so difficult is because I often say I never met him, right? And I, I, I did meet him once. It was on my birthday and I was about five or six years old. And he took me and my little brother to the mall. And we asked to play on one of those like quarter machines. Like you put a quarter in and it's a ride for 12 seconds. And I'll never forget that right there in the mall that day, the first time I met my father, like he beat us there in public and people just like looked on like nothing was happening and it's easy to say well it was the late 80s we lived in a different world sure whatever but i was haunted by this for a long time and i remember once i was at the grocery store with my mother and my stepfather's stepdad and he was blind and he was a really kind-hearted man who in the midst of the chaos of what I know to be his relationship with his wife and his stepchildren, it was always kind of strange to me to think like, man, this guy's like really kind and I don't understand why. And one day we're in the, we're in the grocery store. It's my, my mother and him and I, and we're standing there and he puts his hand on my shoulder. And he goes, oh, man, you got real strong shoulders. And I'm like nine or ten. It might have been eight, somewhere in that window. And my mom goes, yeah, just like his dad. And I remember my heart, like, rumpled in my chest. Because I was like, here's this comparison. Even as a kid, I distinctly remember this. Thinking to myself, here's this guy telling me, I've got these big, strong shoulders, and one day I'm going to be this big guy, which he was right. I mean, I'm six foot four, 220 now. But I never had any relationship with this man he was 
that I was being compared to by my mother. And in my teens, I had this really interesting moment of just being so mad at my father for never being there, for never showing up, for not being a father, for running, from skating his responsibilities, this thing that unfortunately a lot of men do in this society, especially the society I come from. And that anger and being like, I'm never going to be like this guy, ever. And not really knowing what that meant. And even today, to be honest with you, I probably don't. I don't have children. I don't have a wife. I, I'm not married. You know, I don't have that level of responsibility or manhood. But I do remember being like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be like this guy. And so I'm seeing my girl, my high school girlfriend and I, we get in a fight. And this is probably, I don't know, I'm probably 18. Yeah, I was 17 or 18. And my mother had sent my high school girlfriend an uh, email. And she says, I don't ever forget this, this is my mother's words about me. She goes, all the men are the same. He's just like his father. I remember being furious about that because my girlfriend showed me. She goes, your mom sent me this about a fight that she and I had, my girlfriend and I had had. And she shows me this message from my mom. It was an email. And I remember looking at my girlfriend at the time. I go, that's insane to me because I've never met him. How can I be like someone I've never met? And I just kept going back to my name, literally being named after this person who the one time I did meet him. And I always say I didn't meet him because like that interaction was at that mall, like maybe 90 minutes. Right. From my recollection, it was like maybe 90 minutes. And I don't think we talked about anything pertinent. At least I certainly don't recall in my, my, my memories of it. And I'm talking to my girlfriend, I'm having this conversation with her and she goes, well, I mean, you are named after him. And I was like, what, what does that have to do with anything? And, and that conversation I had with her was like stuck with me for a really long time. And I kept playing this back and forth in my head and being like, okay, I'm named after this man I've never met who everyone compares me to and says I'm exactly alike, but I don't have any understanding or framework for it. And as I got older and I started really getting involved in some chaotic stuff, I mean, there was a lot of drugs. There was a lot of alcohol. There was a lot of sex with strangers. There was a lot of lying to my friends. There was a lot of cheating. There was, I mean, really anything you can imagine. Like, I'm doing all this stuff. All of these things that are, I mean, honestly, and some of this shit was like crazy illegal. You know, I've shared about stealing cars and breaking into houses and stuff like that, but there's, there's more to it. I mean, there's assaulting people. There's, you know, selling drugs, selling prescriptions, like stealing 
like I, I'm and then not illegal stuff too. On the other side, it was like, I'm doing like weird shit to make money, like selling my plasma. I'm, I'm hooking up with anybody who will give me the time of day, right? It's this sense of desperation to be seen. And shortly after like leaving the relationship with my high school girlfriend and we were together for like seven years, it was like, okay, here I am in the chaos and the throes of this experience of all the traumatic things that I've been through coming back, hitting me again and again and again. And it's like, for some reason, I was just like, I couldn't break free. You know how like, you, you, it feels like you're locked to something. And no matter how hard I pulled, no matter how hard I tried to rip myself away from it, it would just pull me back in. And then one day, I was really thinking about this. I said, and I said this a lot, I actually talk to myself a lot. Uh, really, even this kind of podcasting, when it's solo, it's just me and you're, you're in this, is me having a conversation, working things out in my own head. And I had this conversation with myself. I was like, you know, one day, and, and this was before Think Unbroken. Like, this is way before. I was like, one day I'm going to be famous and people are going to know my name and I'm going to have this thing that I do that is like changing the world. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I did say to myself, and then one day somebody is going to tell me that they found my dad. And so fast forward a couple of years, I go through the healing journey. We've talked about that a million times. I go through the back and forth and the chaos of transformation and changing my identity. I start speaking on stages. I have the podcasts. We're writing the books. I'm coaching the people. And two years ago, no, actually, it's almost three years ago now. This summer will be three years. So it's two and a half years, roughly. Two and a half years ago, I get a DM from someone. And it said, hey, I know who your dad is. I know where he lives. I'm his cousin. And if you ever want to talk to me about it and you want to meet him, let me know. Which would have been fine. Like, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then she sends me a photo of him. She's like, here he is. This is the guy who for at this point, 30 five years of your life has been absent. And there's an interesting moment in that because it was deja vu. Because I knew one day this would happen. And in the moment, my response, it wasn't anger. It wasn't hurt. It wasn't joy. It wasn't happening. It was nothing. It was like, there was no emotional response I had to it. And I said something I'll paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but I, I basically said, Hey, thanks so much. I have zero interest in ever meeting this person. And I left it at that. And it came, this idea, this thought came to me again, these memories of this name. And thinking to myself, I'm nothing like him. I'm so far 
to the opposite of what that as a man, as a name represents, that I really stepped into the thing that I said I was going to be as a kid. And that's not him. Here's what it comes down to. Like we live in a time where it's not that hard to find people, especially people who are very social. Like I am, it's not that hard to discover them. It's not that hard to pop on Instagram or Google or even pull a records report and find out everything that you need to know. And I thought to myself, if he really wanted to know me, he would. And the very fact that someone else, someone else had to be like, hey, I found your dad, reinforced the very truth that I've known from the beginning. Some people will never take responsibility for the choices and the decisions that they make. And that we, as the individual impacted by that person's choices and decisions must be willing to let go of any impact that it, that we perceive that it should carry in our lives. Because if you get trapped in this notion of coulda, shoulda, woulda, wishes, dreams, fallacies, truths that are not factual, right? Because we interpret things that become our truth. If you get caught up in that, you will be trapped. You will be trapped because you'll never give yourself, you'll never give yourself the space, like real talk. You'll never give yourself the space to let go because there will always be a reason that you can point to that person and go, I turned out this way because of you. You did this. You made this happen. This is your fault. I am this way because of you. And that's a cop-out. And I'll tell you why it's a cop-out. And this is a, a fact. People make terrible mistakes all the time. And sometimes those mistakes, they impact us in the worst way imaginable. I would be present. I would show up. And what I would do instead of letting the impact of not having a father crush me, I'll embrace it and I'll say, I'll be nothing like that. You have so much foundational evidence at your fingertips to measure the impact of other people in your life and how for some of those impacts and those experiences have shaped you into who you are. And you have to ask yourself, like, is this going to be my truth? Because it's very fair that your truth can be like mine. I was abandoned. I started doing drugs at 12 years old. I got kicked out of high school. I destroyed my life. And I could still be playing that game. Or I can take all that information, all that data, all of those mistakes and failures and de derive something practical out of it, a point of measure for saying, I know what I don't want. 
And that gives you the ability, which I think is probably the most powerful ability that we have to be solution oriented. I can name a million reasons why I should not be successful, right? And success, I'm not talking about money because that doesn't matter. Success is the way I feel about myself when I look in the mirror. And I can give you a bazillion, I can give you all the reasons why I shouldn't have it. But I can give you one reason why I should. And that one reason is because I made a decision to not let a name, a singular person, or any experience that I've ever had define me. I've made the decision to define myself, to be the arbiter of my future, to take the information that has been bestowed on me, whether I wanted it or not, because like a lot of this I didn't want. Actually, probably the vast majority of it. Like I don't remember ever asking for any of this, right? And so I take that information and I distill it down and I just go, okay, cool. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And if you let go, because it's holding you down, there's something in your life right now in relation to your lineage, to your name, to your mother, to your father, to your grandmother, there's something there that's holding you down, that is keeping you stuck, that is a truth, that until it is exposed to the world, I don't mean on social media, I mean out of your mouth, onto paper, with your therapist, with your coach, until that truth is exposed, you're going to stay trapped. And that truth can be as simple as I realized, and this is my truth, my truth is I'm named after a man. I'm the second. I'm the, the, the lineage of this chaos. And the truth about it is I made a decision to redefine who I am based on what I want, not what I was born into, not what they said I should be, not, not what they said I was going to be. And that's how you take your power back. Your name, it carries weight. The scars carries weight. The memories, they carry weight. And at some point, you have to sit the weight down. You have to be okay with the truth. You have to be okay with facts. It is a fact without question and unequivocally that if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably been set up for failure. Abusive parents, impoverished home, beatings, molestation, hurt, pain, suffering, learning disabilities, bedwetting, all these things I'm naming out of my own experience. And so here you are, you have facts that support that bad thing happened to you. There's another fact you have to take into consideration as well. You're not responsible for those things. That's not on you. And until you let go of that weight, you're never going to be able to be free. And so when you think about the memories, the scars, the hurt, the name, 
you'll be trapped in it until you make a decision to carve your own path. There's freedom in this. This life, the circumstances you've been through, the hurt you've experienced, you can have freedom from it. I promise you. How do I know this? Because I live it every day. But that freedom's only ever going to come when you make a conscientious decision about the meaning of who you are now, not who you were. Because the reality is who you were is in the past. And this may lead to a breakdown for you. You may sit in this conversation, what you're hearing coming out of my mouth right now, and it will break you down. And you will have a, a really hard time coming to face reality. But at every single breakdown is a breakthrough. And those breakthroughs will take you to the next level. And so as I sit here, Michael, unbroken, a design, a human, a creation, I manifested into reality. The one thing that I can tell you is that it's possible for you too. You do not have to be your name. You do not have to be exactly like your dad or your mother. You do not have to be who they told you you should be. The only thing that you have to be is what you decide. And this will always come back to the question, my friend. And it's the hardest question you will ever ask yourself. What are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? And the answer for you today may be letting go of your name. My friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Do me a favor, go to Apple Podcast and leave a review. Go to Spotify, leave a review. Go to YouTube, subscribe. Because when you do, you're taking action and you're helping other people discover this information so that they too can be unbroken. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.